Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the 48-yard line. Second down, 13. Brady lobbed one downfield. Caught ball by Gronkowski. Inside the 20 to the 15-10. Gronkowski to the 5 to the 4-yard line. Holy Here's the snap. Pressure coming from the outside. Brady throws it back. Caught ball. First down to the 50. Outside the numbers. 40. To the 30-yard line. To the 25. And Perriman. Bashad Perriman. Touchdown Tampa Bay. Fox win in overtime. This is the big nasty. Yeah, big nasty. All fame Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, baby. This is Mike Allstott, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you're listening to the Cannon Fire Podcast. Cannon Fire Podcast, brother. You ain't listening and you're missing out. Woo! And then the cannons go. Fire them. Keep on firing them. Keep on firing them. Brady, 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 Brady. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new edition of the Cannon Fire Podcast. If you cannot tell by now, the King is back. NFL quarterback Tom Brady has announced he is returning to the NFL for his 23rd season. He will do so in Tampa Bay as the quarterback of the Buccaneers. Statement from Tom Brady posted on his social media says the following. These past two months, I have realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come. But it is not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. Without them, none of this is possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. We have unfinished business. Let's fucking go. Welcome back to the Can of Fire podcast. I'm your host, as always, Rhett Matthew. Joined alongside me today, my good buddy and co-host, filling in for Mr. Evan Wanish, James Hill, a.k.a. Mr. Bucks Nation, right here on YouTube. James, I feel like a kid on Christmas. How are you feeling, my friend? I'm shocked. Uh, you know, when, when I saw the news, first off, I got the text and I didn't believe the guy who had sent me the original text. It was from, um, uh, I was in uh, uh, some one of my colleagues from Bucks Nation. I thought, yeah, okay, nah, he, he's just like, he just <laughs> wants him to come back. That's what it is. And then I kept on driving down the road and then my phone started blowing up more and more. And I, and I was I was looking at my phone. I was like, wait a minute. Oh my God, he's actually back. So then I swerved over into a nearby parking lot, parked my car and uh, <laughs> had to, had to react to it on a video and just uh, holy crap, Brett, he's actually coming back. So very fitting today. I actually had myself a nice Tampa afternoon and I'll dub it that because uh, we drove on out to downtown. I parked my car over by the aquarium, paid $10 to do so a little local secret. If you don't know, if you happen to be going to Sparkman Wharf, which in my opinion is a little overrated, but if you're going to that part of town, you can park at the aquarium for 10 bucks all day and you can take the trolley for free anywhere you want to go. So we went over there, we took the trolley over to Ybor City, had some ice cream, smoked a cigar, right? Did what you do in Tampa. Uh, we went to a little place called JF Kicks over here on my side of town. And actually this place in particular was just recently featured on an episode of Bar Rescue. So we were checking out the new digs, as they say. Uh, we got some appetizers, drank a couple of beers, walked on out to the car, and I got a little text on my phone that says Tom Brady has decided to return to the NFL for his 23rd season. James, I kid you not, I started screaming at strangers in the parking lot 
Tom Brady is back. Our Lord and Savior, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. has returned. And uh, I'm glad that he's doing so because one, I feel like in the back of our minds, you know, we had come to peace with Tom Brady being retired. If you listen to the last episode of this podcast that Evan and I put out, we pretty much talked about having to settle for either Blaine Gabbard or Kyle Trask more likely than not. There were some more developments since then with, you know, the, the Deshaun Watson news that came out. Um, he was a real possibility for Tampa. And there was a report that floated out today that said the Bucks would formally make an offer on him. But when the greatest of all time decides to come out of retirement because he thinks he can put an eighth ring on his finger, uh, you're going to go ahead and let him do that. And that drastically changes the conversation for this football team. We also talked about the schedule the Buccaneers have next season, one of the toughest in the NFL. And it really seems like the NFL booked it thinking it was going to be Tom Brady's final season. I don't know at this point. I'm not going to predict the future because I feel like we're back in 2020. I feel like we just got TB12 all over again. So now we truly have to cherish this. He pulled an MJ on us. But I mean, man, 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 oh man. You know, we, we get to talk about the Buccaneers winning football games, continuing to win football games, and continuing to be, as of right now, the team to beat in the NFC. Because Russell Wilson traded from Seattle to Denver. Since the last time we talked to you guys, Kirk Cousins just signed another one-year deal in uh, in Minnesota, so you know how that's probably going to go. I, I mean, the NFC, aside from Aaron Rodgers announcing he's coming back to Green Bay, the NFC is looking wide open, and I, I think Brady definitely knew that. Bring the Vegas gaming experience to the palm of your hand. Bet your favorite team, try your luck in a casino, or our poker room. The earliest sports lines and the biggest limits online. Lots of deposit options. Bet on live events as they happen. The next play, the next score. Get winnings fast or roll them into a parlay and win even more. Visit Bet Online today and see what millions of customers have experienced for over 20 years. We also got to think about the Rams, too. You know, they just won the Super Bowl. So that is going to be another team that's going to be up there. But Bucks are, what, you got to say top three team in the NFC again, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I seriously think, well, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, there's so much we're going to talk about. We're going to make sure we cover it all. Glad to be live on YouTube f with you guys for the first time since he retired. I actually pulled up our YouTube live stream settings to, to hook it all up. And the last live stream we did was Tom Brady planning to retire from the NFL. So here we are. But, you know, the thing that Brady coming back does as well, free agency starts at the end of this week, pal. And the Bucks have made it clear that they franchise tag Chris Godwin, weren't able to get a long-term deal done with him. It doesn't seem like they're going to be announcing a long-term deal before a guy like Carlton Davis can make a choice on if he wants to walk or not. But Brady coming back sends a message to the 20-something-odd free agents that they have left and says, listen, man, I'm coming back on a team-friendly deal. Maybe you guys can think about doing the same because every single person in that locker room knows that they can do it again. And that's why Brady's coming back because Tampa – is still the place to be. We, we talk so much about how the Bucs are still built to win. Clearly, Tom Brady still feels that way because he's not asking for a trade to San Francisco. So the Bucs are still going to be winning some games, and a lot of those free agents know that too. Yeah, this changes everything. Rob Gronkowski, way more likelier to come back. Leonard Fournette, way more likelier to come back. Ryan Jensen, Alex Kappa, everybody on that offensive side of the football, you've got to assume has a way more likelier chance of coming back. And let me ask you this, Rhett. What does this mean for a guy like Ali Marpet? Yes, all of that paperwork was submitted. He is, you know, placed on the retired list now for the Bucks. 
but does he, is there some way he can come out of retirement? I don't know how that works in terms of the rules and everything with the NFL. I'm not sure, but if it's possible, you got to assume there's a decent chance Ali Marpet comes back for one more year. Like this changes everything, right? Not just for the expectations for this team to win football games, but also the expectations for this offseason, which admittedly, Rhett, was off to a terrible, terrible start in terms of news, right? Tom Brady had retired. I, Ali Marpet had retired. Yeah. They franchise tagged Chris Godwin when a lot of people didn't want them to franchise tag Chris Godwin instead of getting a long-term deal done. All these different things were happening. There was talk that Blaine Gabbard and Kyle Trask were going to be the starting quarterbacks, like you said, at the beginning of this live stream. Like the Bucks were trending down and it looked like it was just going to continue to plummet and plummet until we were going to hit the bottom. Now the entire rebound and shift of perception is happening. The Bucks are going all the way back up to the top in terms of perception. The Seahawks just traded away Russell Wilson. Like you said, uh, it's kind of like a three, four team race right now in the NFC. The AFC is absolutely loaded with quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, you know, depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson, maybe a team like the saints or the Panthers get involved in that NFC mix. But right now, today, this changes everything for the bucks and Tom Brady was retired for 40 days, which is insane. So yeah, absolutely huge. Yeah. I really think it's a feeling that a lot of us had in the back of our minds, at least the painfully optimistic people. Cause I'm not going to sit here and wave my flag and say that I was right by any means. But I have I have been on social media and I have said I put out a tweet literally this morning that says, listen, there are guys who are 0 and 4, 0 and 5 on predicting Buccaneers off seasons. And apparently they're still telling people what's going to happen. And they're usually wrong. People still listen to stuff like that. But like, I mean, dude, seriously, like everybody's going to say that. Yes, I saw this coming. Right. Brady's not going to go out like that. It's one of those things. But the way that I look at it. It took so much for him to hang it up in the first place that I really figured once he's done, he's done. And then, of course, this morning, you know, they 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 float that report out there that the Buccaneers are going to be putting in a formal offer for Deshaun Watson. And then 30 minutes later, there's a video of, of Tom Brady talking to Cristiano Ronaldo at a Man United game. Man United being owned by the Glazers. He met with the Glazers personally at that game. Yeah. Maybe that's where he told him he's he's coming Why back. Why was he, he there, Red? Yeah, I, I don't know, boss. But, I, I mean, he had the entire internet talking this morning when Ronaldo had asked him, like, you're finished. And he kind of he kind of cringed at him. But he confirmed everybody's suspicions this afternoon. Seriously, like, what a day. I, I keep saying this. I keep reiterating how excited I am. And a lot of the casuals are going to think that we're excited that, you know, we can stay relevant for another year or two at this point. And obviously, yeah, I'm fucking pumped I mean, about that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, bro, it, you Good get it business. too. I mean, you know. I, I feel like at this rate. So let's let's try and talk about the future. And then, of course, we'll talk about everything else on the plate. We know who our quarterback is now. It makes yes. it so much easier to build your team through free agency, through the draft. I mean, it's not like the Bucks were going to be looking at quarterback prospects anyways. But it allows you to shift your focus. If Ali Marpet doesn't come back, I guarantee you Brady's going to want them to maybe take a look at a guard in the first two rounds, right? Bolster up that offensive line. Guys like Ryan Jensen. You think Ryan Jensen's going to take more money to not play with Tom Brady at this point? Are you shitting me? Like, he's already been on record saying that, you know, a lot of guys on that offensive line, that's Tom Brady, bro. That's the man. That is, that is 
the undisputed greatest of all time. And I know I'm just totally fanboying out on this podcast, but like I said, this is one of those moments where it feels even crazier than when we first traded for him because we know what this team is capable of, especially with a guy like Tom Brady coming back for a third season in Tampa Bay. Guys are going to want to play with them, and they're going to be pretty familiar with uh, what they bring to the table. 17 hours before the start of the legal tampering period. Now it's a little bit, you know, closer. It's about uh, at noon tomorrow, right, is whenever players can begin to negotiate with other teams and make deals and whatnot. It would not surprise me at all if, Rhett, by the end of tonight and early tomorrow, we begin to hear news of guys re-signing with the Bucks. You know, Ryan Jensen, that's a incredibly strong possibility now. Leonard Fournette, an incredibly strong possibility now, I would think. And the list just goes on and on, right? Of course, the Buccaneers, again, we, we need to say this. The Buccaneers aren't going to be able to do this offseason what they did last offseason. And regardless of Tom Brady coming back, some guys are still going to leave in free agency. The Buccaneers still have a really tight cap situation going on. Mm-hmm. But this is great news in terms of bringing back some of those bigger tiered name guys, especially on the offensive side of the football defensive side. Like you said, a guy like Carl Mavis, we don't know right now, right? That's still a little bit of a question mark. Heck this might, you know, also mean a long-term deal can get done with Chris Godwin, free up some more cap space. Like the biggest question mark of this off season has now been answered uh, almost as quickly as it was made in terms of, you know, Brady retiring. Oh no, we have this question now. And then Tom Brady answers it himself and says, uh, no, I'm coming back, which Man, oh man, Rhett, you know, yeah, when he retired, I thought that it was definitive, right? I thought, you know, Tom Brady, he's a definitive guy. He puts a lot of thought into these types of things, which, of course, he definitely still did in this situation. You know, if he makes a decision like this, that means it's done, you know, and that's just going to be the way it is. But, you know, he's coming back, and, you know, we're not going to say, hey, Brett Favre type situation, but, I mean... Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Brady. Sure. And no, he hasn't retired before this point, right? So people want to say Brett Favre situation, but Brett Favre wasn't the statistical leader in most categories for the quarterback position in the NFL his final year before he retired the first time, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we talk so much about the level of play that Tom Brady left on the table. He knows that, dude. Like, he he knows that more than anybody. And listen, we'll talk a little bit more about some free agents that they could potentially lose. And yeah, I think we should prepare for maybe some guys who are just cap casualties at the end of the day. It's it's not like these guys aren't going to want to come back. It's just casualties of the cap, right? The Bucks are kind of in a tough 2022 situation. When you're not waiting around until June, that's going to change the cap situation as well as far as Tom Brady's contract and the space that that's going to eat up. But I believe that also plays back into the voidable years that the Buccaneers put on his contract back when he resigned, uh, what, last season? I, I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. But um, it, it's obviously going to shake some things up in the cap space situation. But our buddy, our moderator here in the live chat, G Vegas, holding it down, he says something great here. And I want to remind everybody this. We did not trade for Tom Brady, Rhett. He chose us twice now. And that's very true. Tom Brady said it himself. In his acceptance speech after getting their Super Bowl rings, he said he got to choose to go to Tampa, and it was a no-brainer for him. So if he's coming back, it's still more than likely a no-brainer that it is Tampa Bay because of the weapons that we have talked about, 
all the reasons we have spent trying to tell people the last month and a half that this Bucks team can still win some football games. The greatest quarterback of all time also feels the same way, and he feels like this team can go out there and get another Super Bowl. And you know that Bruce Arians, and especially Byron Leftwich, you got to be uh, breathing a pretty big sigh of relief this evening as well. Yeah, Bruce Arians actually commented on it earlier. Ian Rappaport had this where it's just uh, it was like pure excitement, I think, or like extreme excitement, something along those lines. I saw Rappaport tweet out. Uh, I just saw Trevor Sikama tweet out saying, the NFL needs to move the throwback uniforms for the Bucks. They have to. to this year. They, they have to. Have to. They need to see Brady in a cream sickle. The demand for Tom Brady to come back. And you also think about like, I mean, everything to do with the Buccaneers organization. We can get excited about the cream sickle uniforms, but they sent out an email asking people to renew their season tickets and they wanted to wait around until whether Brady was going to retire or not. Folks, if you don't have season tickets and you're watching us live on YouTube right now, I obviously encourage you to keep the podcast open, but if you have any intentions at all, uh, any intentions at all of getting season tickets, you better go ahead and click over and do it probably here within the next 15 minutes because I guarantee you by the time we are done live streaming, they will be sold out for the 2022 season. On top of that, it also looks like Tom Brady is going to be one of the first quarterbacks to play a game in Munich, Germany, as the Buccaneers will be headed over to Europe next season as well. There, oh my God, man. Like I was excited for the season before. Don't get me wrong. We, we talked about 2022. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it the year of Gabbert and Trask, right? We, we were almost ready to refer to it as such. And it's a team building period. I was really excited to see what happens there because the Bucks, in a lot of ways are still built to win. And for a lot of the hardcore fans who have sat through two and 14 seasons to get the first overall pick in the draft, I don't think the Bucs were only going to win two games this year. I think their ceiling was probably winning the division with like eight or nine wins, depending on the quarterback situation. But seriously, I mean, you just throw all that out the window, right? I wish I had a physical prop. I'll throw it off of my desk. But seriously, like the, the, the Bucs are going to make a case to be the one seed in the NFC this season. And, and again, I know we've said it so many times. We said it at the top of the show. I'll say it again, but the conversation about the red and pewter pirates down there in Florida, it just changes so drastically. And obviously it's thanks to uh, the greatest quarterback of all time. What does this mean too, for bringing in new players? You know, obviously again, I I think that's another thing I, I wanted to mention a little earlier. We talked about the possibility of guys leaving. That's okay. With Brady back here, people know he's going to win. People know he's on a revenge tour 2022. Like, guys are going to want to come play here again. And guys are going to take team-friendly deals to stick around, try and get a ring. Because that's just it's the nature of the NFL right now. You know, it's what the Rams were able to do and put together a championship roster in 2021. It's what the Buccaneers did when they went out on a limb, got Tom Brady the first time, brought in all of these huge name-free agents. They were able to make it work. Chemistry was there. They get it done in year number one. The Rams kind of going through a buffer period. Obviously, the Bucs are kind of cap-strapped for 2022. But again, this team is going to make it through the offseason with enough resources to go out there and and win the division by more than a few games. Hopefully, they can even beat New Orleans this year because, damn. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be crazy to pay attention to, man. Uh, not just – I know we sound like broken records. But, <laughs> yeah, or but, everybody on the internet is talking in circles right now. But, but guys re-signing, new guys coming in, expectations for the team, everything, man. You, like, you name it, it's like, oh, that perception has changed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, Bucks players are hyped about it. You've seen on social media, like they're, they're freaking out too. I genuinely think, and I saw some people say like, ah, BA knew. I don't think anybody had a fair idea of what Tom Brady was going to do besides Tom Brady and like maybe his agent or something, Oh yeah, you know? Um, so we'll see, uh, you know, I, we don't know, <laughs> you know, if what are you uh, saying? I'm, I'm scrolling on Twitter right now. Our buddy, Trevor, he tweets out Ryan Jensen's about to play for free. Tom Brady's back, baby. Oh yeah. It, it's, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be crazy. And yeah, geez. Good Lord. Right. <laughs> Let's take a look at the live chat really quick. Shout out to our moderator, G Vegas, holding it down. We appreciate you. He says, I think Chandler Jones can be a good one-year rental. We talk about boosting up that defensive line, maybe getting younger at certain positions. I know Chandler Jones isn't entirely that much younger, but this is a dude who got, what, five sacks in the first week of the 2021 NFL season, and uh, he was chasing down Shaq Barrett for the sack title in 2019. He has been a machine in Arizona these past few years. And Dominican Sue is he another guy as well where you think, okay, maybe he'll come back on a one-year deal. Something he's along those he's lines. made it clear to ownership, to Bruce Arians, Jason Light. These guys know uh, Jason Pierre-Paul and Dominican Sue. Both of these guys have expressed a desire to keep playing. Will Golston also in that conversation. I think JPP is an interesting conversation. We'll have that one in a second. But as far as Dominican Sue, I mean, Will Golston almost seems like a shoe in At this rate, I think he's going to take a team-friendly deal until he retires. Um, but Indomitian Sioux becomes a very interesting conversation as far as like, should the Bucks even bring him back? Because no disrespect to Big 93, he's a Super Bowl champion. He's in the Buccaneer archives for the rest of history. He'll forever be a starter on that Super Bowl team. But I'm pretty sure he's like 36, 35, 35. or 36. Uh, Steve McClendon just played last season, was 36 years old, but I don't think he's going to be coming back. So what do you think about Sue before we talk about JPP? Because I'm, I'm a little less confident in him returning, but as, as far as, you know, big 93 goes, how do you think the Bucks feel about that? Because he, he's going to have to continue to produce. Yeah. I think that Sue's been producing well enough now into his later years to where the Bucks would want to bring him back. Uh, geez. I think next year you'd have to assume might be what is his last year or something along those lines. Cause he's getting up there in age. Um, I think it's more likely that's which again they're they're cap strapped. Yeah. Um, but they but like you said, if you do enough gymnastics, you can make some things work. Uh, we'll see. I, I think the Bucks would like to bring Sue back, probably more so than a guy like JPP. Um, and I, I think there's a, a possibility there. And so many of these guys, again, you know, we have to bring up the conversation, but a lot of these guys are going to have to leverage with themselves what they want more. Do they want the big payday to maybe close out the final chapter of their career? JPP seems confident in himself that he's going to get paid like a top-tier pass rusher. I don't know what the market on him is going to be. I don't know if he'll be getting top-tier pass rusher money, but if a team wants to pay him that, he might take it, right? But I seriously think it just encourages all of these guys to to get back to the promised land because they know they've done it once before and they know they can do it again. Like dude, the bucks were an all out blitz away from playing in the NFC championship game for the second straight year. And it would have been a home game. Yeah. It, it yeah. would have been in Tampa Bay uh, for the first time since 1979 when they lost to the LA Rams in the NFC championship uh, in their home stadium. But yeah. Back in the live chat really quickly, our buddy Ethan says Chandler Jones, Stephon Gilmore, James White, Calais Campbell, Patrick Peterson. These older guys with Brady connections are going to now have interest in Tampa on more fair contracts. There's a lot of big names in that list. 
But it really does drive home the idea that maybe some of these guys who want to close out their career with a ring. You know, if Leonard Fournette wants to go get paid $10 million a year somewhere for four yards a carry, go for it. I just don't know where he can go where he's going to now have as realistic of a chance to go back to a Super Bowl than with Tom Brady in Tampa. Ronald Jones is a different conversation because I think he's gone either way. I don't really think he cared if Brady was here or not. But that's obviously just speculation from some dude on the internet who doesn't know anything. Well, um, I think I think obviously Ronald Jones cares if Brady's there. It's just a matter of maybe the Bucks aren't interested in bringing him back. Sure, but you, you know, you know, guys like Lenny are not going to get ten million dollars a year. If Indomitkasu wants to play for eight or nine million dollars a year, I don't know if he's going to be able to get that in Tampa Bay. So there are a lot of guys. JPP, of course, being one of them. I think JPP is the most likely name to be gone right now just because he still believes in himself to be worth as much money as he thinks he is, which is top-tier pass rusher money. And listen, this is a guy who put up eight and a half sacks on the season with a broken freaking neck. I am a big JPP fan. A lot of guys on the defense are. You hear so much about the importance he has in the locker room, but as far as production on the field, we talked a lot this last season about him taking away snaps from a guy like Joe Tryon Shoyinka as well. So again, dude, like it, there's just, there's so much to follow. And of course we'll keep you guys here uh, updated along the way, but it's like a breath of fresh air in this Buccaneers off season, man. Everybody is going to be so excited to talk about the Buccaneers yet again for better or for worse. Uh, the Bucs are going to be front page news on the NFL network every single day for the next season, at least. Yeah. And I do see Dub say that the ticketing is broken. I already have season tickets. So yeah. Oh, uh, you know what's funny is that you you're a guy with season tickets, and a lot of your viewers in here know that you spent every single Sunday last yeah, year. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think home, that one through <laughs> at home streaming on YouTube. You didn't see a single game in what and what you thought was Tom Brady's final season after he announces that he's retiring. And that's another thing too, is I that he never that used through. well. He never used the word retired. Yeah, I, I was in the know. I knew that's why I renewed my yeah. season ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't think that through. I, I, as soon as I, I bought the season ticket back in the day because I was like, oh, we might get Brady, and then I was like, and then I think as Gabby pointed out to me, she's like, you don't even go to the games. I was well, like, well, oh, he he bought his season ticket because he said we might get Brady, and then we get Brady, and then he's like, man, look at all this money. <laughs> yeah but hey now hey now i'm probably now i now i have to go to a game this is it's this is like uh this is like your last last chance you know yeah yeah so man, man oh man the, the, the uh, live chat's freaking out though it's a beautiful thing steven range yeah. says brady's the gm remember yeah okay steve uh go bucks go bolts in germany says it's it's an investment in the youtube channel the uh season tickets there you go man get you some extra equipment money on the side Tyler Belcher says we need another wide receiver three. And that's an interesting conversation too, because Scotty Miller, I think has been a topic of conversation for a lot of people these last three weeks. When we started talking about trading for Deshaun Watson, people wanted to attach a bunch of names on there in a package that they could send to Houston. Obviously it includes multiple first round picks, maybe a couple of conditional picks here and there. Uh, but a couple of names that people have attached to a trade like that would be either Devin White or Scotty Miller. I don't think Devin White's going anywhere. I think even if the Bucs were still in a situation where they want to trade for Deshaun Watson, Devin White's not going anywhere. Let's talk about Scotty Miller. Uh, we had expressed some concerns last season about maybe his ability uh, as a playmaker in this offense. And can Scotty make plays? Yeah, of course he can. But it's hard to look at number 10 as anything more than a, than a one-trick pony, right? 
a, a small, short white guy who can run straight really fast and get open every now and again is awesome to have on this team. But do you think he could be a factor in this Buccaneers offense moving forward? Or do you think he's going to maybe be a casualty of either a trade or, you know, someone else just showing more interest? In, in regards to Scotty Miller? Yeah. I think Scotty might be fighting for a roster spot come next next season. Well, that that's what I think, too. And that's kind of, I think, why a lot of people are so so iffy about him right now. And then uh, our buddy John in the live chat also men- uh, mentions another wide receiver. This will be one hell of a wide receiver three. Jarvis Landry, who, uh, you know, just left Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, you know, in, in, in regards to all these big name guys, too. I'm not going to say, like, pump the brakes because we, we don't know yet. But it's obviously going to be tougher this offseason than yeah. last offseason to get those big name guys, you know. So I don't know if I would expect as much of that this offseason. In fact, probably very little, if any, of that this offseason. But, you know, I do think they will be able to get some, some you know, decent guys coming in now who want to take cheaper deals. You know, guys who may be really past, you know, their not prime, but, but in, you know, going out of some bad situations, like the exact situation with Leonard Fournette, you know, where it's like, wasn't happy in his situation. And then he comes over to Tampa Bay, takes a little bit uh, less money because there might not have been as big of a market there. Maybe we see a deal or two like that happen, but we're going to have to wait and see. But in terms of like getting guys who will have big name markets, like a Juju Smith Schuster, which by the way, I wrote an article about that on BucksNation.com. Um, Jarvis Landry, some of these other names, that's going to be harder to do, you know, Mm -hmm. and bring back all of their own guys that they want to keep. Yeah. And I think that's obviously a big key for the Bucs. They made it clear that uh, keeping Chris Godwin where he is, is a priority for this team. And that's so important for this offense. We could talk all day about what he means to this offense, not only as a wide receiver, but as a wide receiver too. like your main slot guy being Chris Godwin, who is a wide receiver one on 31 out of 32 teams in the NFL, keeping Mike Evans and Chris Godwin healthy and together is so huge for this wide receiver room. We saw what it looked like without Chris Godwin at the tail end of the season. He goes down with injury. Big Mike stepped up. He did what he needed to do. And honestly, I think he shut a lot of people up in the playoff run last season. This dude was consistent as a wide receiver run, uh, wide receiver one. And he reminded everybody that at one point he was our entire offense. So with Chris Godwin out there healthy again, Mike Evans doing what he does. Can they get it done with that offense? Yes, they can. But again, all the questions are going to end up coming on wide receiver three, wide receiver four, because even when Godwin went down and then, of course, Antonio Brown happening in the Jets game, that's where this Bucks offense was exposed, was just the lack of depth at wide receiver. And listen, it didn't help when you had potential stars falling out every single week. I mean, into the playoffs, we had Brashad Perryman get hurt, miss some action. Cyril Grayson, who was like the last quarter of the season's MVP. Dude won the Jets game, right? Everybody couldn't stop talking about him. Both of those guys get hurt. It definitely leaves you in a very tough situation for this team. Yeah. But they also still put up 27 points against the Rams. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, they tied the game up when they needed to. Mike Evans was able to make the plays he needed to against a guy like Jalen Ramsey. So, yeah, just like you said, I don't think getting those big names here is as big of a priority more than it is keeping together the group of guys that you have. Because listen, uh, the list of raw or the list of free agents the Bucks have, if the guys who don't want to come back on cheap deals are gone, it is what it is. There's other guys in the NFL who are going to want to come to Tampa on cheap deals to play with Tom Brady. It's as simple as that. 
Yeah, you know, wide receiver would be that one position rep where that could be one where the Bucks might get a good deal. Because, you know, wide receivers really come not a dime a dozen, but there's a lot of good receivers out there, man. And I think the Buccaneers, that's one of those positions where the Bucs could get a decent bargain on a guy as a third receiver or a fourth receiver and really get a good return. Tyler Johnson's still going to be in that mix. Rhett, drafting a wide receiver early on might still be in the mix. I know, you know, a lot of people are assuming right now that guard is might be the move in the first round. I do agree with that, that it's going to be a consideration. Second round, third round, maybe you get a wide receiver, something along those lines. I, I think that the Bucs are going to try to get a very solid, very capable third wide receiver. That's got to be one of their priorities now going into this offseason. Uh, you know, now that Tom Brady's coming back. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's such a weird discussion to have because literally it's just, ha, oh, dude, this is, this, is, this is insane. You know, Michael Jordan already did it once with the NBA. He spent a little more time away from the game, but... This is Tom Brady we're talking about. This was the end of a lot of people's childhoods, right? This was the end of an era in the NFL. We were looking forward to guys like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what's left of Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. You know, those are your two oldest quarterbacks in the league. Those guys taking the reins. Things are going to get exciting for a little while. And now Tom Brady uh, gets to come back out of retirement and continue his reign of terror on the NFC and the rest of the National Football League. I'm so excited, man. And... I know we're not saying anything that hasn't been said, but it's just a whole different conversation when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Super Bowl contenders yet again. Dude, I was just having fun watching all the other moves in the NFL offseason. I was like, oh man, Russell Wilson's going to Denver. That's kind of cool. Right. What's Seattle going to do at quarterback? And oh man, I guess Green Bay Rodgers, you know, Green Bay Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Packers. <laughs> That's going to be interesting, I guess, because I was just kind of content with like, ah, uh, you know, we'll see what the Bucks are able to do this upcoming season. But now it's like, well, all right, we're back in the saddle. Time to saddle up. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not quite ready for bandit ball. That's a couple weeks out still. But, you know, it, in the back of our minds, it is cool to see all the different things play out. Like, I never thought I'd see Russell Wilson being the guy to end up in Denver. Right. I thought Aaron Rodgers had more of a chance than anybody. But Russell Wilson ends up in the uh, the blue and orange there. Kyler Murray, it seems like the drama between him and Arizona is over. They're probably going to figure it out. Uh, most of your guys over there are locked in for the foreseeable future. And, like, that's cool to watch, but Bucks fans are sweating. We're looking at all of these quarterbacks. I mean, even Carson Wentz. I don't think there was a realistic chance the Bucs were going to push for him, but people were talking about that. And then you look at Deshaun Watson being where he is. He gets cleared of all criminal charges. All of a sudden, he's the last hope for your franchise. And then... uh the Messiah, the, the clouds part uh, on a beautiful day in Tampa Bay, by the way, let me add you this cold front moved in yesterday. It rained in my neck of the woods for about 10 whole minutes. And then it dropped like 25 degrees after that. Today, it was a crisp, cool, low humidity day. That's why I went out, spent some time in downtown Tampa, saw a little bit of historic Ybor City. I just had a feeling today was going to be a good day and the weather proved me right. And Tom Brady coming back was just the icing on the cake, man. I was a, uh, I was a couple of beers in. So again, like I said, I was I was screaming at complete strangers in the parking lot who probably didn't care at all about football. But a couple of people were very shocked. A lot of a lot of people looked at me and they were like, "Why are you messing with me right now?" I'm just you know this dude in hysterics in the parking lot screaming, "Tom Brady is back!" People thought crazy I was a person. Yeah, people thought I was insane or you know all dialed out, but. 
Also, uh, Kirk Cousins re-signed with the Vikings too. Yep, one year, one year deal for Kirk Cousins back in Minnesota. Mentioned that at the top of the show. So again, another NFC team where, yeah, their answer at quarterback has been uh, decided. But you know, for Minnesota, I, I don't know how much further they're going to get with Kirk Cousins, and I think they also feel that way. Hence, why it was a one-year deal. G Vegas back in the live chat says, "I think you have to hope Trask can win the backup job this year. Another year to learn from the goat. Absolutely." I mean, any knowledge that you can get as a quarterback in the NFL behind the greatest to ever do it is a lot. While it didn't do a whole lot for Jimmy Garoppolo down the road, it made him a winner on some teams, right? I'm not comparing Kyle Trask to Jimmy Garoppolo. It's almost apples to oranges, but, you know, you got to soak that stuff up. Jenna Lane was actually on SportsCenter earlier this week, and she had heard from within the organization that, yeah, the Bucks have said a lot of good things about Kyle Trask, uh, but he's just not ready. And, and that was almost a direct quote from whoever she had talked to. And a lot of people feel that way. Uh, Dub says, hell yeah, let's go, Akeem. Have some rum for me. Akeem says, watching from Jamaica. Tom is back. Good to have you over there, my friend. Thank you so much. Go Bucks, go Bolts in Germany. Says, what a night. Brady coming back and at 3 a.m. local, the lightning play. Yes, sir. Hopefully the Bolts can bounce back. I think they've lost three or four straight at this point. Um, so hopefully they can get it done tonight. Who are they playing? Uh, if you're still here in the chat, go Bucks, go Bolts. Yeah, right says, tight. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say I'll tell you tomorrow. Tomorrow, maybe heck, maybe in the maybe even the rest of the night tonight, Rhett is going to be incredibly busy yeah. now with the Bucks in terms of re-signings and, and different types of stuff like that. Um, we'll see, man. Good lord, <laughs> man. Oh man, ladies I, and gentlemen, like like I'm refreshing my Twitter just to see like when's Gronkowski re-signing for a one-year deal, yeah. you know. Yeah, man. Three straight L's for the Lightning for the first time in franchise history. They're playing Vancouver, so it should be a good game. Oh, dude. James, James, J. Hey, one more time for the King. Let's get a round of applause. And, uh, hey, one time for the one time. We're going to have to make sure we get Evan in on this next one. We'll have him back for the next episode, folks. He is actually... It's so funny. Evan takes a vacation down to Florida, brings the cold with him, and Tom Brady unretires. I, I, I think... Actually I I think the tweet you saw Evan's tweet earlier this week. I, I think it might've worked. I think Brady well, saw it and that, that was the straw. Oh yeah. 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 When he tweeted out her uh, earlier this week, NFC, about like, hey, NFC yeah, looking NFC wide, wide open, open, big bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was saying to, uh, I was saying to Evan, you know, on the flight back that, uh, you know, he'd be flying back. Like, did I miss anything? And then the news <laughs> of Brady unretiring would, uh, would come out as soon as the man's on the plane. It was a day before, so. Hey, and our buddy Andrew here in the live chat as well. I saw this on the news while I was in the bar, but how about that poor sap that just paid $518,000 for what was believed to be Tom Brady's final touchdown, that big shot that he took to Mike Evans over Jalen Ramsey in the NFC Divisional round last year. Uh, big payday on that, and then, and then Brady comes I back. I wonder if there's some type of insurance on that. Like, cause like technically like it's sellers insurance. Well, cause like technically it's mislabeled now, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's still a pretty significant football. Like when you really think about it, this is the, it, we're entering a new era of Tom Brady. Um, he he's, I think he's going to play to the, uh, to the quarter century mark. I, I, I feel like personally, Tom's not going to come back for one final farewell tour. I, I dude, I feel like he wants to play 25 seasons. I, I know this sounds crazy. I'm not I'm not at any level to try and predict the future. This might be the alcohol talking here, but I really think 
that Tom Brady has two more seasons left in him. I think he's going to go until he can't at this rate. Yeah, we'll we'll see, man. I, I had a similar thought, but also, you know, we don't know. Let's just enjoy this <laughs> upcoming season while we've got it for us, you know? Yeah, no kidding, dude. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, one time for the one time, James, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Brady, 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 You got to get on time with me. We're so off time. It's because it's Zoom. Blame Zoom. All right. Well, you start. I'll follow your lead. Okay. Brady, 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 Brady. You got to speed it up. Brady, 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 Brady. Brady, 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 stop stopping, Brady. damn it. All right, well, you you folks get what you're trying to do. I'm going to go have myself a couple more drinks and celebrate this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, just remember, soak it in, dude. I mean, really, really take this in. I know we said that back in 2020 when the Bucks first got Tom Brady. He's coming to the Buccaneers as a 42-year-old quarterback in the NFL, something that has never been done the guy wins the Super Bowl championship his first season here in Tampa Bay, comes back, tries to run it back again. Injuries hold him back. They have unfinished business. It is what it is, baby. But we've already seen this guy retire once. It's going to break my heart even more when he does it again. But the fact that we can hang our hat on Tom Brady being the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for at least another season, you just got to take it in, man. What a time to be alive, right? It's it's absolutely nuts. I mean, good Lord, <laughs> let's, yeah. let's see what happens now. You know what I mean? This is going to be absolutely insane yet oh. again. Ladies yet and again. gentlemen, that's just about going to do it for this episode of the cannon fire podcast. I want to personally thank each and every one of you for checking out our live stream today. I uh, was not entirely expecting to do a podcast today, but I am very, very glad that we did. And this should be a really, really fun rest of the off season as we put together, hopefully another team, that can make a run at a Super Bowl championship, this time in Arizona for Super Bowl 57. Coming up in February, we have got so much to talk about, man. Next time we talk to you, Evan should be back on here with me. James, thank you so much for jumping on here, my friend. Hey, uh, personal question. Okay. What's going on with Buried Bucks Treasure, pal? Uh, I mean, we, we, we had our season two premiere. James wasn't on it. Didn't even broadcast it. A lot of people were wondering what happened. Did you get canceled? Did you did you say something you shouldn't have said? I mean, what what when are we gonna when are we gonna finish this thing? Because we got like five or six more episodes left to go. Well, what's the finale? Like, oh, I, I'm do- not thinking that far ahead, pal. We, we, I'm thinking about production for episode two. You think I'm thinking about a finale? Well, you said we gotta finish this. How does it end? Do we just break into the? I don't the know about finish system? this, but I just, I, I just want to get it rolling again, man. Even if we gotta roll out to the same spots we we're at, keep an eye out, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Buried Bucks Treasure Season Two. Uh, I, I mean, hey, listen, keep in touch with the show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are Cannonfire Podcast, or you can reach out to us anytime, Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any antique stores, maybe some thrift shops. I don't know, old sports emporiums that sell some buck stuff. Let me know, bro. That's 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 the whole series. Go check it out over here on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Canifier podcast. Also, thank you guys so much for 3.2 thousand subscribers. That is absolutely insane that that many people choose to listen to our podcast. And uh, we are truly honored to bring you some of the best bucks content here on the site. No disrespect to James, of course. But I mean, 
You know, we, we kind of have to get ready for all the bums to start showing back up with Brady coming back into town. All the bandwagons that we talked about, not talking about the Bucks anymore, are going to be back for another year, too. Oh, man, dude, it's 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 going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Like literally changes everything on multiple layers and levels, stuff that we can't even conceive right now in the immediate reaction of it. So <laughs> my gosh, man. Man, crazy, crazy day. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Tell somebody you love somebody today. It's just one of those days. You got to be grateful to be alive, right? I guess, yeah. Man. yeah I love you, James. <laughs> Thanks, dog. Love Tom- you too. Love it. <laughs> Tom-, Tom Brady is back at Tampa Bay, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Plenty of Bucks content coming your way. Check us out on social media. Follow James over here on YouTube at Mr. Bucks Nation for daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers content. Last but not least, you can find myself, Instagram, and Twitter at Redicus, R-H-E-T-T-A-K-U-S. If you follow me, I promise I will follow you back. Man, I can't wait to talk Bucks with you guys again soon. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Until then, and as always, go Bucks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.